0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. What should the 2021 federal budget contain in order to meet the immediate requirements of Canadians who are dealing with this pandemic and all of its implications? And what must the budget not contain? First budget in more than two years. Our good friend and macroeconomics professor at Ryerson University, Dr. Eric Kam, is with us got quite a following. I think he's going to be having some autograph signing sessions shortly. When's the book coming out?
1: Um, no plan, although publishers know where to get a hold of me. But first of all, I'd just like to say to the good listeners, if they go to the same house of worship as me, and Sameach and happy Passover.
0: Happy Passover, indeed. Professor Cam, the federal budget, let me start with this. We haven't had one for two years. What must it contain from your perspective?
1: It's got to have something in it about moving forward. We have been in neutral for a very long time and I'll get off the car analogy. But the reality is, is that Serb and quantitative easing as it's going is not economic growth. Somewhere in this plan, we have got to figure out how to get people back to work. We have got to be relentless and obsessed with job creation, get off monetary transfers. They do not stimulate Anything. So we've we've got to do is have a number of points, three, four points, stick with them that are generators of economic growth in an economy.
0: Do you have a sense that they understand this based on what you've observed in the last year and understanding that we were, still are in a pandemic and there was a need for people to have support? I get that, all of that. But we have this massive deficit, huge debt, uh, national debt. We have provinces in debt. We have Canadians individually in debt. Do you ha- do you get a sense that they understand what the where they need to go with this?
1: No, I actually think they have no clue, which seems to be um, a theme of your show today, which is why I'm glad I'm on. I see no direction. I see it as being rudderless. Um, if I was in a position of authority, there would be a freeze to public sector spending increases. There would be a dropping of taxes and tariffs on interprovincial trade. Um, Consumption on the part of households and investment on the part of firms is and has always been what creates growth in the economy. So I would like to see plans that just resemble anything supportive of business. I don't care if you give it fancy titles like Main Street Lending, which are governmental programs through banks to lend small and medium businesses money. They're going to hold off on interest payments for a year or two. These are fine. Anything is fine that stimulates Real gross domestic product. But so far, all I've seen again is a car stuck in neutral. You can give away all of the money you want, but it is not growth.
0: So uh, what are you afraid will be in the budget or may be in the budget and you don't just don't want to see it there?
1: Oh, there's a few things and I'm terrified that we're going to see them. Um, This may not make me terribly popular, but I don't right now, with all due respect, want to hear too much about spending on the environment because right now we just can't afford it. I'm a fan of the environment. I like clean air. But right now we have too many people whose businesses are this close to bankruptcy. We can get back to the environment. We can get back to the carbon tax. We can get back to a national child care initiative. We can get back to PharmaCare. We can get back to the Paris Accord. These are all wonderful ideas in theory. But on Election Day, I would like to think that people are going to vote with their wallets and with their brains, and know that right now we have left consumers and firms out to dry.
0: Uh, April 1st, the next installment of the carbon tax goes into effect, which means that the everyday costs for many people are going to increase. Now the government says that uh, the rebates will take care of most of that.
1: What is your sense about, about this? It never happens. Rebates do not take the place of anything. If they, There's a far better idea than taxing people and then giving them back a percentage. And it's called don't tax them at all. It is the wrong policy at the wrong time, Roy. Over the last you know, year, 18 months, I'm not sure how long we've been doing this. All we've been talking about is a lack of economic growth. And if they want to continue a lack of economic growth, this is the kind of ridiculousness that they should continue with. Don't take money out of people's wallets. Let's concentrate for the next year, two, three, of putting money back in wallets of consumers to spend and businesses to grow. Anything other than that is economic suicide.
0: When the finance minister says, and she has, intimates that they'll spend up to $100 billion, between 70 and and $100 billion, I believe is the number, over a three-year period to stimulate the economy. But we have no idea what they may plan to spend that money on. Does that make you feel comfortable, sleep well at night, or do you shudder?
1: Oh. I shudder more than you have any idea because I don't just have to justify this to you on Sundays. I have to justify this to 300 undergrads who say to me, she talks a good game, but where is this money going? In what sectors? You know, we talk a lot in our courses about economic growth and economic growth models, but my students hear nothing coming out of Ottawa catering to economic growth. And I sadly have to tell them that's right. There is no plan.
0: So I should, and I must say here, that I have looked at student reviews of Professor Cam, Ryerson University student reviews of Professor Cam, and your students absolutely love you. They adore you. Uh, Invariably, you see, I'm so glad I was in Professor Cam's class. Uh, It's the best thing that happened to me. You're very, very popular with the students. Clearly, your message to them is one of communication, uh, which... I don't think that the the various levels of government are particularly skilled at communicating with Canadians. So if I were to say to you, and I'm saying this to you, I'm asking this question, what do your undergrads, your students, what do they believe is most necessary? What are the budding economists looking for?
1: Um, It's an interesting question. If you ask me university-wide, the answer would be different. The budding economists want to know, when is all of this billions of dollars of spending going to translate into economic growth? First of all, thank you for the compliment. I'm not that good. I am that... Uh, blessed to have students that want to learn and that come to class and they're just the most wonderful young people. And trust me, it's more them than me. But my students have asked and continue to ask, if you keep spending billions and billions of dollars and you don't get economic growth, doesn't something eventually have to give? And that's right. That's exactly what I tell them. We have got to finally connect the monetary spending to the real economy. Something has to give. And if these dollars don't come out to more consumption, more investment more capital we are just wasting money
0: one more question for you and i've seen this in emails for the last number of weeks and particularly the last few days federal government well there's thinking that they're going to like the idea of capital gains on selling your home taxing equity in canadian homes what do you say
1: i think it's as ridiculous as the carbon tax roy we have got to leave money in people's wallets i'm a broken record as much as my students don't even know what that term means anymore but stop Uh. please stop federal government telling me how it's going to be okay to put less disposable income in people's purses
0: if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites